Yowza, 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 indeed. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Kennedy, one half of the Five Films From podcast here. Wanted to take a second today before Todd and I get started on the episode to say thanks for listening. And to ask that if you've been enjoying the show, make sure you like, subscribe, and maybe even leave a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice. Doing that's going to really help us to connect with more movie-loving listeners just like you. Also, we wanted to give y'all an update on some of the stuff we're working away on for Season 2. Got a lot of good episodes lined up real soon. For example, uh, Todd's currently editing our two-part season premiere on five films from... It's actually going to be ten films from the two-part, or we're going to be doing Brian De Palma. We'll also be gonna getting into some more idiosyncratic stuff with guys like Stuart Rosenberg and Larry Cohen, as well as you know real Hollywood legends like Robert Altman and fan favorites like John Landis and Tony Scott. Again, be sure to subscribe so you can be among the first to hear all of our newest five films from content as soon as it drops. Totally. Lastly, if you're still listening, <laughs> be sure to be on the lookout for our upcoming Patreon feed. We'll be offering all kinds of bonus episodes, things like double features, commentary tracks, etc. 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 And special things like five films from directors who have only made one film and five films from the 70s disaster movie genre. Absolutely. So yeah, a lot of things lined up, good things on the horizon for FFF. And yeah, that's all I got for you. Enjoy the show. With Mac Kennedy and Todd Edmondson. Yeah, fourth on the list today, we're going to talk about Split Image, which is the, uh, one of two movies released by Ted Kotcheff in the same month. Uh, yeah. Yeah, or what was it? August, October of 1982. He had this movie. He also had uh, First Blood, which yeah. is a much yeah, bigger First hit, Blood. certainly. Kind of maybe overshadowed this one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Split Image apparently said it was some business reason why it got, why it got held up. Hmm. It was shot first. But, okay, um, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, they did come out around the same time. Which, uh, this is, a, that's a good movie, but it's just interesting that they had two movies out in the same month. This movie, I liked a lot. I'd never uh, seen it before. Me but neither. I liked it a lot. I did like it a lot. So, yeah, it stars Danny uh, Danny Noonan himself, Michael <laughs> O'Keefe. I almost called him Danny O'Keefe. <laughs> because, you know, he plays Danny in this movie, too. He plays Danny Stetson in yeah, this movie. And he's, yeah, and he's the same kind of goofy, uh, you know, uh, funny... Yeah, kid is like just a cool guy. Shot it right after Caddyshack, so it's virtually the same Looks age, fun. the same, almost same persona. But this movie is very intense. It gets really uh, intense. It gets it's, really intense. Starts out more or less where uh, he meets a uh, he's a gymnast, like a, a high school gymnast, but he's mm-hmm. really good, and I guess he's like trying to go to a college for it. But in the beginning, he meets a girl, Karen Allen from uh, Raiders mm-hmm. of the Lost Ark, yeah, Animal House. Hello. Hi. You having a good day? Who knows? I know. You know. That's fantastic. Don't you want to know what kind of day it is? Sure, I'd love it. It's a great day. God, you're, you're really beautiful. I knew I was right about you. Right about what? I don't know. 
Have you ever had the feeling of being connected to someone in a way that goes beyond understanding? Okay. Look. My name is Danny, Danny Stetson. I think I am in love with you. Are you interested? I was thinking, like, around that time, you had Karen Allen and Brooke Adams and Margot Kidder, and it's just, like, they're all three, like, kind of, like, different and great, but also, like, kind of similar Yeah, yeah and like, they're and getting they're, a lot of roles, Yeah, too. getting a lot of roles. Like, I love all three of them, and it's just a type that uh, was a, getting a lot of roles at that time. Like, yeah, A lot of yeah. good movies, like, the, yeah. uh, uh, Brooke Adams was in The Dead Zone, I think, this same year, mm. which is great. And obviously, yeah. yeah, the Superman movies for Margot. But that's just something I, I wanted to talk, just say about Karen Allen and... and Okay. There you go. Yeah, there, there you go. That's well, she's she's real good. She's in a she's in a church ostensibly a church group that's having a that's kind of having a in town uh, meeting that looks like a kind of a harmless. I remember my kids used to go to what's what's um what's the place by in Rio Vista? There's a Rio Vista. Oh yeah, there's a church, church there, there, and they used yeah, to is. they used to they were trying to compete with Calvary Calvary Chapel, which is a with uh, an early mega church there. Yeah, Calvary, yeah. yeah sure. and Calvary had a skateboard park and all this other shit, and they were yeah. really trying to. I remember I've been team. to that also. I've been to that also. Before. Yeah, and it's pretty harmless stuff. Or at least it seems kind of harmless well, in the I'm, beginning. And when you first get there, right? right. And Danny is just doing it. Basically to hang out with Karen Allen because right, she's right. cool and she's hot and he's just bored, but doesn't really have any conviction going into this of religiosity. No, in fact, he's very much a, a skeptical. Skeptic. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's doing a lot of the Danny Noonan side glances of just like, yeah. like can you believe this? Yeah, yeah I'm not, do I have to stand up for this? What am I, yeah. what am I doing this for? Right no, what's going on? Yeah, Peter Fonda is a cult leader the, and uh, the perfect I, I swear choice. the moment he walked on screen I was like this is so good it's perfect like he gives off this like serene but also intense vibe that's just the the epitome of what I'd imagine a cult leader would be like exactly yeah. god is he yeah he's just perfect who are you I'm Danny Stetson Rebecca's friend I know your name that's the easy part I want you to tell me the hard part who are you? I don't know what you mean. I don't know, Neil. Why don't you tell me? You're in charge here. Are you aiming for the Olympics? See, that's what we're doing here. We're becoming Olympic champions with our lives. So that every time out, we're a 10. Enjoy yourself. He has this kind of pseudo selflessness nonsense going on. Mm -hmm. Two times in the movie, um, there's sort of a henchman, a main henchman. He's like the assistant coach in North Dallas 40, yeah. the Charles Durning character. He's a, he seems to be a little older than a teenager. Gabriel, right? Gabriel is very brusque yeah. and very dictatorial about uh, make it perfect, make it perfect. Make it perfect, make it perfect. Very creepy, very fast. Um, Peter Fonda said he, Gabriel kind of overstepped his new kid, kind of had a meltdown. And uh, so Peter Fonda throws Gabriel under the bus. Right. But he also says, Gabriel is perhaps one of the holiest amongst you. But sometimes even he is caught in the grip of death and life. You're scared, aren't you? 
You're scared of slipping back. Yes, Neil. Please, save me. Dear God, I love this boy. I would die for him. I want you to rescue him from his worldly mind. Rescue him and sweep him into your ever-loving arms and rescue him. 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 He tells Michael O'Keefe later, he says, I'd rather me die than you, which is real fake Jesus kind it's, of nonsense. You know, he's, it, by kicking out Gabriel and sort of like treating him ultimately unfairly, he's he's using that as an opportunity to build a relationship with everyone else. Yeah, Just sort exactly. of like a, a manipulative tactic. So, I don't know. Uh, Gabriel was an asshole. He's not a cool guy, but I feel like him being thrown under the bus had nothing to do with what he was doing. It was just another right. way to bring Peter Fonda closer to the new recruits yeah, like yeah. Danny. Yeah. It was all psychological mis- manipulation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and this movie again is, is um, we were talking earlier about the violence. Um, what's the Michael Balin? Uh, Come and see the violence inherent in the system. The leadership. It's funny. There's a lot of parallels between this and football. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the same football movie. This is this, this sort of a theme of, there's an inherent violence in the system, and there's an inher- and it comes from the top down, and it's just bullshit rules. And it's sort of always couched in a language of selfishness. Ever since we started Homeland, I've heard, thank you, Neil, for giving me a place to live. Thank you, Neil, for understanding it's hard to be young in this country. And as I was walking through our fields on my way over here to eat our food, I said, what is wrong with me? It is I who should give thanks to you for making this a home, my home, our home. So from now on, I thank you. And a language of you're not giving enough to the system and you're the problem. Right, right. Yeah, it's, you it's, just don't love enough. Right, or like, yeah. yeah, you're not giving enough to the team, Nick Nolte or whatever. Yeah, right, it's right, the same. it's the same shit. Sometimes you know nothing. Sometimes you can be so cruel and evil. This is our home. This is not some place where we exploit the sacred human resource, not some godless communist state. That's some mindless multinational conglomerate. This is our home. Sort of uh, toxic positivity is what I call it. It also reminds me of sort of the culture of Santa Rosa and Smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just kind of this indifferent, like, smiley machine that's (laughs) all about keeping going and keeping up appearances like Dick and James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all related. You don't want to face reality. It's As Hunter Thompson would say, reality is too grim. Right, yeah, it's... Oh, let's just keep up the positivity. Mm-hmm. Or else uh, let's just get really hammered and beat each other up. Uh, or right. both. <laughs> yeah, see, it's like they're just different kind of, uh, um, you know, mechanisms to the same end. Exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. This movie really, um, this really is, you know, it has uh, Brian Dennehy plays the rich self-made dad. Yes, it's me and I'm in love again. Had no loving things, you know when. You know I love you. 
Yes, I do. And I'm saving all my love in jail for you. And uh, Great Elizabeth Ashley was yeah. really good as the mom. Yeah, she they were was both just really a, good. She was. She reminds me of like the school, the typical kind of school mom who doesn't have a job, and so she's just overly concerned with all this minutia of day to day life, and she, and she just wants the best for her son, and he's really struggling in the beginning of the movie. Nice opening of the movie too, uh, where he's just constantly failing at this one. At the gym, gym at, move. Yeah, at yeah. the gym move. He just, he's a gymnastics guy. Crashing, crashing, crashing. It really kind of sets you up for, uh, you know, you're not supposed to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet, I saw the a, whole family unit, that system is a failure. Right. I and s- which is how he ends up in the cult. I the saw on a truck the other day, just, I don't know anything about it, but just driving around, I saw on a van the motto just painted on the top of a van, and it said, success is your duty, which... It's horrifying. Well, that right? is yeah, it's really horrible. creepy. But that doesn't that remind you of the sort of what Danny is under right now? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Make it perfect. Make it perfect. Make it perfect. Make it perfect. Yeah. Uh, even the even I get a, I get a family. hint of the hint of the Breakfast Club with uh, oh sure with Emilio Estevez. His dad is a super yeah. super jock dad who's like you know Andrew, you've got to be number one. I won't tolerate any losers in this family. Your intensity is for shit. Win! 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 You son of a bitch. Denny is not that kind of, um, he's not that kind of a jock dad. But At least can, not intentionally. He's right. a really well, he's a thoughtful guy. He's a guy who really seems to have, like, a, a love for his son in an honest way, but he's still, like, the, you know, reinforcer of the status quo. And exactly. that's how Danny yeah. sees him. Right, right. He's made it, and so should you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're my son. And he, he goes to this cult to escape that mindset, and what does he find? Make it perfect. Make it perfect. Make <laughs> it perfect. Right. So it's, yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, he jumps from the, the fat to the fire. Yeah. All for a girl, basically. Yep. It's really just for a girl. Which you later learn was a tactic. They brought, they you know were doing that specifically for him, drawing yeah, yeah. him in. Yeah, I mean, Charles Manson used his girls for the same Yeah. Same kind of thing. Definitely Manson vibes here, and also Jonestown like vibes. I think in that. Uh, oh, very so, much. You so, know, yeah. and sort of like the fake hippiness, and like we're gonna we're acting real liberal and and sort of even socialistic, but it's all just to serve the end of this one wacko. Exactly. Yeah. Whose whose guilt trip is? Don't you want to? Don't you want to live in a perfect yeah. world? All right. Don't you? Don't we're you want to get rid it. of uh, death in life? Right. They're living in death. Don't you want to live? Yeah. Going back to your death in life. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's this horrible ritual where Danny uh, finally gives in and she cuts his, Karen Allen cuts his hair with scissors and it's just really, and everybody's dumbest chanting. haircut in movies. Oh, yeah, horrible. It looks real bad. It might be a wig. I would hope so. It looks God. really, really bad. His, yeah. his hair in the second half of this movie. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really frightening. <laughs> and he really buys into it. And the funny thing is, uh, I love the scene where they're out handing out leaflets or yeah. buttons and shit like that. Just like Flowers, the, I think. Like the yeah. Moonies or the yeah. Hare Krishna or any of that kind of crap. And um, she's having, she has thoughts about him. He had a wet dream, yeah. you know, in this big dorm room yeah. where they're all sleeping on mats on the floor. And it's really a struggle. And she says, I hardly ever have my period anymore. None of the girls do. Super weird. Isn't what did he that also weird? say? He said he didn't grow hair on his face anymore. 
Yeah, it it's just that, a, like reverse puberty. Yeah, it was almost like the testosterone and the estrogen and everything was just fucked up from just no contact. How, it's is all that this spiritual real? That's nonsense. so insane. I'm I guess wondering. it must be. Yeah, I'd have to look that up. But I know I watched this with my dad, and we were both saying like, I thought "Is that, was, that real?" Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really creepy. It was a nice touch. They're also able in that scene after talking about that, like actually connect on a human level about like the things they want to do and like sort of their desire for each other to have a physical relationship. And yeah, they're yeah. not able to in this weird cult. Was yeah. that the same scene, or was that a different scene? That's the end of that scene. scene. Yeah, 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 same okay. scene. And that that's that's really where i think the the that's really where i think the movie turns exactly right um of course now james woods is early in the movie Shows james woods is second, like got yeah. a senator's son is in this um in the, the, in what, the same group that they're in, yeah the they, little church group that looks very innocent and innocuous and um and and woods is like a bounty hunter who has a real thing against peter fonda's mm-hmm. cult character I mean, it's not totally explain what happened to him, really but he just yeah. yeah, he just seems to be he just has it out, and he's making a career out of rescuing these kids from this cult, and he's a real cigarette smoking f bomb dropping. Woods. Yeah, he's, he's a real Woods. James Woods. But he's yeah. even like even yeah, he's just really he really likes to get into just a one dimensional aspect of yeah. just. Uh, of just a brutal bounty hunter. Angry, angry, angry. He says, he said, you know, I'm not going to, we're not just going to go rescue him. And he said, you can't say anything about it because it's kidnapping. Right. Uh, but I'm going to bring him um, wherever that ranch is. They brought, they bring, they grab Danny right after the scene where she, they're talking about how much they really After Brian Dennehy got arrested trying to find him. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Just after he got they got arrested were, on the property. Mm-hmm, yeah. Trying to find Danny and was un, if, actually did find Danny and Danny was like, I don't want any. I, goodbye. What seems to be the problem, Mr. Kirklander? Hey, wait a minute. Look, they got my son in here. He's trapped in this place. This man is trespassing, threatening my life, and terrorizing my staff. Officer, my name is Kevin Stetson, and I want you to put that goddamn maniac there under arrest. Come on, let's move it, buddy. What are you talking? Hey, come, come on. on. Come here, Kevin. God Kevin. damn it! Hey, Kevin! Kevin! God damn it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Yeah, and then talk about a corrupt system. There's two cops that are like right, yeah, right at the door, right on. Oh yeah, you're right. The actual police show up. Yeah, yeah. They, they're like. They're kissing Peter Fonda's ass. Because he's probably got a bunch of money and he donates the to the landowner. police aesthetic lead or yeah, whatever. Exactly, yeah. yeah, all that same nonsense. It's just that hints of, uh, of that smacks of that kind of crap mm-hmm. that makes America great. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. What is it that uh, Bill McKay said? Basic human indifference is what made this country great. That's <laughs> from The Candidate on last yeah, week's yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, um, it's true. It's got, a, it's got a sort of a Michael Ritchie. This back of the movie too the back half once james woods kidnaps danny and goes through the deprogramming process which yeah he says i'm gonna hang this kid's head head out, uh, to dry. out to dry and it's actually like as sort of creepy and manipulative and, and self-serving all of peter fonda's bullshit was this is like actively hateful stuff like this is really hard to watch some of the stuff that yeah. james woods puts this kid through he straps a fisheye lens yeah. on it so you're from you're from seeing his point it of from view, danny's it's, point of view it's, it's pretty really harrowing yeah yeah a C- couple of really harsh minutes there is that one of your sisters huh what was her name uh, rebecca did you get to hug her like that back at the farm shut up did neil let you express yourself physically back at the farm you are a pervert you live for greed you live for sensual pleasure i live in a trailer park and i ain't been late in a month 
At Homeland, we've gone beyond all that personal gratification. Bullshit. You got shut down. You're a normal kid. You're a little bit of a stiff. But you wanted her. And just maybe, she wanted you too. But Neil wouldn't allow that. Neil has to have total control. He calls it spiritual love. But what it boils down to is that you have to love Neil and hate everybody else. Listen to me this. Well, that's good, because I don't really feel like talking to you tonight anyway. My head, my head, my head, my head. What, it hurts? Yeah, it hurts. Good. You start to come to the conclusion over the course of this movie is like, especially through these scenes with Woods, where it's, well, is it any better or worse to be in, you know, this sort of like status quo society in the same way that, you know, Donald Pleasant speaks to Gary Bond about Boondanyava and saying like, are you really any better than this? Right. Exactly. And it's sort of, yeah. It's really very interesting. Similar, yeah. Very similar situation where that. Because once he is sort of mostly effectively deprogrammed, you learn about his brother who is just a little kid who doesn't say a lot during the movie. Right. Right. But during the 10, 11, 12 in that yeah, range. Yeah, little kid. Yeah. And he doesn't say a lot during the movie, but at one scene during the con- the deprogramming process, James Woods is out there talking to the parents and uh, sort of asked the kid, well, what do you think? And it's sort of, to me, this is when you saw what the alternative life is for Danny, right? If instead of having gone off to join this cult, just stayed bought in and, and you know, this is what would have been like. What I suggest you do is to give him something to live for, something to believe in. You, younger brother, do you believe in something? What? I want to have a lot of money. I want to learn how to hunt and fish so that if food runs out, I'll know how to get mine. (laughs) That's it? You don't, you don't believe that America is your home and that uh, God loves you and your parents too? I want to have a big apartment on top of a big building so I won't have to breathe air pollution. I want to have a place where I can go so nobody else can find me, so, so nobody can ask me stuff or take stuff away. I want to survive and everybody better let me alone. A real a problem, a problem with authority, and you know, uh, cults are great because you're swapping one authority for another. Right, and and uh, you're you're either in, you either say now I'm in my element, which is what Danny did. He embraced it and said, you know, now this is where I belong, and they give me a different name. Mm-hmm. They give all these kids different names. I love the scene where. Peter Fonda is really talking him up about how much he really loves him. It's really important. He's he wants him to go to Colorado. Yeah. Wants him to go to Colorado and run some chapter out there, and it, and it dawns on him that it's like, uh, like, am I an employee or something? Yeah, I like, mean, what, it was a weird feeling all was, of a sudden. What what has all this been for? And yeah, you start to clue it in that uh, maybe this is for Fonda's character, uh, as, as, Neil. Of course, his name is Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the. You know the current the current term grooming is sort of certainly uh, yeah. yeah or even like weird. gaslighting is a gaslighting. term of the moment that really right. felt appropriate for what that I love is while this conversation is going on they're outside and there's a sort of a man-made pond surrounded by pyramids yeah I love those the pyramids. weird pyramids yeah, yeah, yeah I thought okay this is this is 
this is goofy horseshit that you go, okay, go out of the pyramid store and get me six. Because they didn't look like anybody, you know, at the at the because at the farm they're all self sufficient mm-hmm. and they're growing their own shit. And they're yeah, building and he their own had shit. like sort but of a yuppie pyramids, house yeah, kind of thing. Like like a, it looks like a house you'd see even somewhere in like South Florida, or Miami, or something. Those pyramids are really strange. I worked in Haiti one time for Italian television, and we got to meet Max, who was a a a. Um, a shaman not a shaman whatever whatever in haiti the witch doctor kind okay, of a sure, thing and yeah, he uh, was harvard graduated and oh, yeah. uh, his family was from haiti and he moved back and he became like an elder cool guy and he had this hut in the back and but the inside of the house i mean he had aol uh he had internet he had phones yeah. that worked you know he, he had a nice place and that reminded me of that yeah not a cult leader but it's like you know there it but comes like, with benefits right and like kind of yeah, exactly right. It's like you're the leader of this, you know, area, uh, sort of the outsider, and you're getting all these things that the normal, the normals are not. Right, right, yeah, exactly sure. right. Yeah, Peter Fonda, super creepy. Come- and again, uh, the, or, or again, the violence. You know, the uh, James Woods, extraordinarily violent. It, it, uh, character. Really, like hard to watch stuff sometimes. Like when he beats up Brian Dennehy in front of the kid. Yeah, that's what finally got. That's what finally gets to Danny. Is uh, so it was effective, but also really horrifying. It was really horrifying. Yeah. You're right. He spends his life kissing the asses of rich clients. You're right. He lives for greed. He is death in life itself. So fuck him. Fuck your father. He's dirt. Uh, He's a crummy uh, piece of human shit for you to step on. Come on. I am saving you from the man who paid to have you tortured. Now step on him. Step on him. Come on. He's shit. Kill him. Kill your father. I spit on the cocksucker. Kill him. Kill your father. Kill him. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, but that's violence for good, you know? or for or for you know what the system considers good. Right? Yeah, What's yeah. For alleged well, good? they're just trying to achieve a result, mm-hmm. and if you get the result, then that's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and what's the result? Danny's back in. He's going to turn into his brother. That's the result they all want. That's what they all want. Brian, exactly. Pull them all back in, and then J- when Danny is finally deprogrammed and woken up, and kind of like I'm no longer what they called him, Joshua. And they said, right, right. No longer Joshua. I'm Danny again. What does he wake up to but fucking goddamn James Woods, who always... By the way, I want to say this about James Woods. Have you seen a movie he's in where he doesn't say homophobic stuff? Does he add the homophobia to the script? It wouldn't surprise me one it's bit. It's really odd. He, like, will make sure to drop a, a, like, you know, some kind of homophobic slurs, or, like, call somebody a cockslucker, like, Every single movie. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's, weird he's, stuff. Weird stuff. But I was talking... We, about, have, the, we have hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Odd stuff. Television? Well, no. there would be some money, of course, but more importantly, they feel it would help other families less lucky than you were. And it might. It might. Listen, Kevin, it really might. So let's put me on television. Let's have me tell America that all the feelings that got me into Homeland were sick and perverted and wrong. Hi, Danny. To say that they lied to you, that's all. It didn't go up there because I believed them in the first place. I went up there because I wanted... Wanted to believe. Honey, you don't deny you were wrong, do well, you? Like, come on, Danny. We I got captured up there because I, I cared about someone. Because there was a moment up there when I just, I just cared about everyone. 
I, I wanted to love people. I wanted to love people. Yeah, that's stupid. That's, that's stupid. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I can't say those feelings are wrong. I can't and I won't. There are a hundred reasons why I got caught up there. What, I'm crazy. They're bad, huh? It's not that simple. But what I was saying, what's the first thing Danny wakes up to is fucking James Woods talking to his parents, talk show on TV, talking about how to monetize this experience, turn it into a book, turn it into a television show, whatever. And Danny's like, fuck this. And then he goes back to his room, and what happens? One of the cult members, not Karen Allen, but just another girl that was there. The other girl, yeah. And a bunch of others as well come down trying to free him. And he's like, no, fuck this. Like, he realizes, like, the the sort of, like, equivalence of both systems and the equivalence of how useless they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then what's I've, got, I've got two people trying to save me yeah. from myself, and I don't I need don't saving need anymore. Yeah. And at yeah. the end, he meets up with Karen Allen again, and they have one last Because that's what he wants. He yeah, wants that's, his, all, exactly. that's all he wants. And Because that's the only person he had a real connection with earlier right. in the movie, the scene we talked about. Exactly and, right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah, and the funny thing is he... he he, he is saved right? from yeah. the cult, and then he saves her. Yeah, that's right. He's, and the funny thing, I, I wrote down, I said, you know, Fonda. the the um, James Wood, after he says, hanging his brain out to dry, uh, I said, you can tell something bad is about to happen. Yeah. And then I go, but no, it's a happy ending. It was a happy ending. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I, I had this dreadful feeling that. Woods was going to fuck it up. Oh, and they yeah. finally get him out of the house. He said, you know what? You, Goodbye, I think yeah. we're done. You know, you did your job and I paid you. So That's right. Yeah. And he's like hanging out, smoking cigarettes and drinking Great. beer and yeah, shooting I know. pool. Just trying to make money off of it. Come it, up with schemes. Yeah, yeah. And I live in a trailer really park. I haven't been foot. laid in a yeah. month. Right, yeah. 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 That is a real piece so of shit. Yeah, that's right. Which, uh... <laughs> but James Woods, you know. He's, yeah, like. That's the thing. At the end of the movie, they have one last confrontation with Fonda, Karen Allen, and, and your boy, Danny. Uh, and then, basically, they, they run off, and it's another freeze-frame ending. Great several yep. series of freeze-frame endings. And actually, and Peter Fonda reacts, reacts violently in that. He does. That's the, that's the thing that everybody goes. Ultimately, we're out of here. We're hey, done. that ain't love, yeah. is it? The, is this love? Mm -hmm. you, you slapping the what's shit this out of all, me? And again, what's this all been for, really? Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So that is control. a very good, very good movie. Yeah, um, really about true, psychological control. Yeah, yeah, very underrated movie. And, and I think a lot of people should watch it. It's a high recommend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. High recommend. Uh, okay, let's. you want to take another break? Oh, by the way, uh, the yeah, name sure. of the cult was called Homeland. Oh. And I thought, what a great name good for stuff. a cult. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take one more break, and then we'll come back with number five. All right, you. Switching channels. <laughs> 